Hey, hey, hey. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So today's topic is loudest in the room. Um, What's that mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What does that really mean? So loudest in the room is a very common uh, statement uh, by people, um, which indicates that, you know, typically the loudest person in the room is usually the weakest link, uh, so to speak. And there's different versions of how this is worded. Um, But I think originally it came from like Plato. And I think Plato said something along the lines of like, usually the loudest in the room is the weakest to be exact. But um, it was philosopher, correct? Yes, exactly. This is all philosophy because you can definitely be totally wrong with this statement. And (laughs) um, so we're going to get more into that. But um, yeah, the empty vessel makes the loudest sound, whatever that means. But, you know. Hey, tomato, tomato, right? Um, uh, Marcus, when we think of the statement uh, or the quote, uh, the loudest in the room is the weakest, uh, what comes to mind? Do you, do you, how, how true do you think that statement really is? So when we're looking at, okay, so we look at that concept, I think about like, when you're looking at loudest, you're thinking about sound, right? Yeah, like, that's probably what first comes to mind. But there's more than one way to be loud. Like you see somebody like dressing, who dresses like super flamboyant, like just sticks out, um, you know, and things like that. So there, I guess I'm saying there's more than one way to be kind of out there. But but um, but no. So like when I think about it, like, you know, you kind of just you see that, and this is more so from a perspective of like being the person who's like observing observing this because if you're the person who is like taking in all the air in the space you have you're completely oblivious to this so this is definitely going right over your head <laughs> but but uh but i really think that in a sense it can be discouraging because not everybody like wants attention not everybody seeks attention and wants to be like perceived and it's like just some people just want to like do do the work and that's it. You know, they don't ever want the recognition. Or they might want recognition, but you don't want to necessarily have to like put yourself out there in front of everybody like for that attention. So when I I guess what I'm what I'm trying to speak to is that I think a lot of times we see this because our society, I think, elevates people who are more extroverted, extroverted that are out there getting in front of people and that behavior in a lot of cases is rewarded. And I think that what can sometimes happen is we'll look at that behavior and we, you might be doing something in your own lane that is productive, but because you're not like out there in front of people, maybe because you're not like being boastful, like it just that work that you're doing, that effort that you're putting in kind of just like goes under the radar, you know, I think that can kind of be uh, frustrating 
uh, for a lot of folks, especially people that are just like head down through the work. So do you ever think uh, people troll? Um, I hate using that term, but that's probably the best thing to really correlate it with. But do you think people absolutely troll for a reason as far as like being the loudest in the room and they really can back up what they're talking? I have a lot of time to see that every day. So some people just like when you get into these spaces that are controversial, you get to these arguments, people just put some stuff in there just because they want attention. Now, there's something psychologically that's causing this person to want to do that, but we don't have time for that. But, um, <laughs> but you know, you have to keep that in mind. Like why somebody, but there, there's a thing to where like you're being like thirsty for attention person like you're being thirsty for attention this is one thing too you know like be doing well but then there's another thing when you're like really like really trying exceptionally hard to um receive like attention or recognition and things like that like there's it's it's, it's one of those things where like yeah man somebody's trolling he gotta let the trolls troll just let them troll man this is uh it should be should be a place just, just called Troll World where all the people that want all the attention can just go there and they can all kind of just feed off each other. It'd probably be one of the most unproductive spaces of all time, but they can all get the love that they need there, the love and attention. But what are your thoughts on that? Uh, based on what you described, man, you know, there's a lot of truth in that. So, you know, my only thing is um, <clears throat> a lot of people like to go by these terms and not realize that the dynamics of how we socialize and how we integrate is totally different from hundreds of years ago when that statement was technically coined or allegedly coined. So like the way we do stuff now is uh, different. So that statement's kind of misleading. You know, like you said, I know a lot of people that purposely bait people into testing them just to make a point or prove a point uh, to stroke their own ego. And, um, you know, realistically, I, you know, my motto is taking everybody serious until uh, otherwise, even if you're joking around about beating somebody up or joking around about taking something from somebody, I perceive that as being a threat, whether it's a joke or not. So, you know, I take everything serious just because, you know, we live in a, a time right now where some of the most subtle things end up being the biggest like indicators of somebody doing bodily harm to you. And it doesn't even have to be on that level, but I'm just giving you an extreme example just to let you know, like, you know, even the most subtle things that people are saying, some people are really like serious about that stuff. Um, you know, um, it's just like the statement where it says there's a truth in every joke. Uh, you know, it really is. And you have to really uh, take that into consideration. Um, I feel like the only way you can really like kind of call someone's bluff is if maybe you know them. But even nowadays, it's not even safe to call people's bluff. That's really risky. And I guess it really depends on what side of the coin you live on. Yeah, so I think so a lot of this, and I, I was kind of thinking, like I like to spend time thinking about the origins, like kind of like how we got to these spaces. So I went all the way back. Let's take it back to elementary school. All right. So 
Okay. So I remember maybe even kindergarten, maybe pre-K. She said I went to pre-K. Joe, you go to pre-K? Are you in pre-K? You know what? That's three, right? Pre-K? Yeah. Oh, pre-K, preschool. So that's four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went there. Okay. So I don't know if I, I don't lost tapes, man. Who knows? But but uh <laughs> but when you think about it, like just like going back through school and just thinking about all the things that we receive recognition for, just like you have your test every week or you have I listen, if you would school, you definitely have like a star chart of something or whatever, like you get these, like you get these things and then we get like this dopamine hit from the attention that we get because it feels good to be recognized. Um, so when you go back and you think about like how often we have to have these like positive reinforcements in our lives, like every day do this, you get a star or every like three months, let's so use school, like whatever, three, three months you get to have a report card or something like that. And like things like that every week at the end of every week, like you would take a test or something and you would get scored on that. And then there was like all this stuff in school, like all these milestones, but they were, what they kind of do is they set us up like if you're getting rewarded like once a week or twice a week or just something like a thing that goes through the month and you get a star like every day like you you start to like there's a like there's a downside to that because now you like we've become accustomed to like getting something in response to like getting something getting this like positive reinforcement based on our actions and you're getting it too much um or you're getting i would say too much but if you increase the frequency of which that reinforcement is being received, then it kind of like you kind of go out there and you want it. Like you you really kind of want that um, recognition or you want that approval. And there's some of us that just like you need that like constant approval of others uh, to make them feel a certain way. And they need to be like the center of attention. There's people that if they didn't get attention, they wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Like they literally, like they really like live, like live off of the attention of others. Um, and that attention is energy. I mean, go back, listen to one of the classics. Um, attention is a new, new drug. I think that's a Joe special right there. But uh, go back and check out that episode. We're kind of jumping into that if you're interested in getting maybe a little bit, going a little bit deeper on that. But it is a drug in a sense. And I think that people need those hits. Like they need those hits because they need that acknowledgement. And it's kind of like deep rooted, like in something like psychologically. Then we get into like social media. If Joe approves, one day I'll do try to do an episode where I kind of go back into what I call the largest case study in human history, which is social media. Maybe we'll be able to do that. We'll see if Joe approves. But <laughs> but um this is it's it's a drug in a sense, but I guess that's my piece on that. But Joe, why do you think that, like, the loudest person in the room gets the most recognition? Why don't we just ignore this person or people? I think it depends on what setting it is. But in most settings, um, people like to be entertained. You know, people always seek to uh, be entertained, no matter it's good or bad. Um, you know, typically the loudest person in the room, depending on how they're representing themselves, some are really good at what they do and some are awfully horrible at what they do and they still catch attention. You know what I'm saying? Somehow, some way. So it's just more or less just like who are who's the audience? Who are the people paying attention to this? 
And the reason why they always um, focus on those type of people is because I feel like there's certain things that people have within themselves as far as, um, dang, I kind of want to be like that person or hmm, this person's quite interesting, kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you are really a people person or you've been around people, you know how to get people engaged. What's stopping you from going from room to room to room, circle to circle, social group to social group, doing the same thing? You're going to keep doing what works for you, right? You're going to have the same common gestures. You're going to have the same jokes. You're going to have the same statements. What hits is going to hit and what doesn't hit, you're going to change it up and refine it. That's how we get better. That's what comedians do, right? So it's all the same practice, man. It's just literally just refining your skills to the point where you pique someone's interest. Some people are better than that. Some people have opportunities to shine and some people have actually found ways to shine without even speaking a word. Whether that might be your clothing, your appearance, maybe um, just by being quiet, you bring a lot of attention to a lot of extroverted people because they're like, damn, like he's the only one that's not saying something. Is something wrong with us? Or, you know, is something wrong with him? You know what I'm saying? So it all depends on um, how you give these people their power. Joe, you touched on something that I think is important for people that are on the opposite end. Like, I've always been, like, well, I'm just not talking. All right. Like, I'm doing, like, I'm just doing the work. And I let the work that I do kind of speak for me. But I've also run into circumstances to where somebody's just like, they're just all over the place. And because they're everywhere, it kind of overshadows the work that I'm doing. So I've dealt with that a few, kind of dealt with that a few, uh, on a few occasions. Um, but there's also depends on the acumen, like of the leadership too, like the people that are in a position, like some people kind of understand that, like, but not everybody's going to come in here and like want attention or need attention. Like some people are just going to lock in, like I said, put their head down and do the work. But what will happen is that because these people take up so much space and because these folks that are wild take up so much space, they will kind of diminish your opportunity to shine. Like I've seen people like, man, like they won't even give you a shot. Like you do one thing good and they'll just, they'll just like come into the space and they'll be like, look at me, look at me, look at me. So that they can like stay in the spotlight. They're like, yeah, that's annoying to a lot of people. And people won't like you when you do that either. Just so you know that. But, but, uh, but I think that it's a thing where like, hey, if you shoot, if you're trying to shoot your shot, understand you're gonna make some enemies around, like along the way too. So, if you're somebody who likes to soak up all the attention and don't give anybody, you know, don't give anybody, you know, another opportunity to shine. It's like a ball hog. Like if you're playing basketball, somebody always wants the ball. Like nobody wants to play with you. Nobody wants to play with you if you always want to shoot the shot. Like let other people have their moment too, and it's okay. Like the best, like the best coaches and some of like the best teammates are, are like everybody wants to play with the players that make them better, the players that make them look good. Nobody wants to play with somebody that's like a ball hog who doesn't want to give anybody else an opportunity to shine because there's more strength and collaboration than there is in being a, I don't know, solo artist. So, so I think that's something to, you know, keep that in mind too. But, you know, for somebody who is like one of those people like me, like, I just let my results 
do the talking. I don't need to get out there and say that I'm doing A, B, and C. I just need to do it because I also want to attract people that like understand that not all the work needs to be done in front of the like in front of everybody. And you think of like some of the most yeah, I mean, honestly, like some of the most like if you look at companies that are stable over time, like some of the most like companies that have the highest valuations, they're not flashy. They just go in, get the job done, and they just produce like over the long term. And then it's that like shiny, like shiny thing that it wins for a little while, but it doesn't sustain. And it's one of those things where like certain people will see the real value and like what you're doing. And there's other people that are just going to be completely oblivious uh, to it too. So there's, I guess I'm saying like there, there's a time to like where it's important that maybe you pull pull some attention to yourself, but there's also value in just like just doing the work, walking in and doing the work and not being really too worried about, because the thing is about a person who like seeks attention, they have to spend energy getting that attention. So that's more energy that you can put in like doing the work and eventually like that work will shine but it's more I think doing like locking in and doing the work and not getting in that attention usually that's the long game though so when you go back to thinking about how a lot of people are conditioned to needing that star every day on the board that report card or that test every week to grade how they're doing and getting that positive reinforcement sometimes that reinforcement doesn't come for three six nine months maybe a year maybe a couple of years maybe five years before you get that reinforcement. So I think it's a process of having to understand that you need to be productive and not everybody's going to see it. But in the long term, like the right people will be able to see it. Because some attention, like if you get this low quality attention, what's it really doing for you? That's why you need it so much. That's why people need it so much is because it's so low value. But things to consider. No, I think that. I'm going to rant here. We end up talking for another ten minutes, man. I will, uh, like, Joe, I guess, what do you think about people just letting their results do the talking? Where do you think the gains are in that? What do you think the downsides of that are? And just like, what's your overall just consensus on this uh, topic in the time we have allotted? Well, I think you asked me that question because you know how I play the game, and realistically, I play by strictly results. Um, you know, um, I'm a data-driven person, more so now than ever. And, you know, results don't lie. They really don't. You know, I could tell you a whole bunch of reasons why I didn't deliver, or I can give you a whole bunch of promising ideas. But if I don't execute and, you know, display any results, we ain't getting nowhere. So, um, you know, you know, I call it trash talking shit talking whatever you know you can call it whatever but <laughs> but i've never been the type to really do that and i don't think i ever will be just because it doesn't get me anywhere i'm too busy thinking of stuff to get inside of your head when i could be using that extra effort to be put more into my own work and my own craft and um i think it does me a huge disservice if i'm starting to focus on other people's advances so that's why I say when you think of loudest voice in the room, sometimes it's a strategy um, where somebody is focused 
and they're talking like that because they've mastered it you know they went through all those experiences of them being the talker and facilitating the whole room then they realize like oh shit like i really need to have something to prove you know what i'm saying occasionally you'll run into those people that are multifaceted or multifaceted and very skilled at that level but that's not very common but i will say this much it is it's a disservice and it's really just something that's just going to write you a bad ticket going down the line it's a quick way to burn bridges as Marcus said as well you know you're just letting people um, know that you know more or less like hey we you know we could throw this person under the bus so to speak because you're exposing yourself that's one thing about talking too much talking too much exposes yourself you know and the people that are really reserved can pick up on that other people may not be able to do that because they're swooned by the flashiness and flashy talk and all that kind of stuff. But the people that really, really um, are moving things or really about things, they really can see through that. They may not let you know how they feel because they're not supposed to, you know what I'm saying? A professional person, a very poised person will see all through that, but they're not gonna let you know what they see. So um, I like to be that person and it, and it's more so a thing where um, I guess it's a control element or it can be viewed as a control element, but it just lets me know like it's security in that, you know, for me, like, hey, I see you exposing yourself, but I don't necessarily have to expose myself. You know, I don't have to stoop down to your level, but I see where you're at. And it's also letting me know how I can deal with you going forward, too. So um a very broad topic and i'm not trying to lose anybody in this conversation so i'm just going to kind of like step away from it because <laughs> i think everyone grasps the concept that you know everything doesn't have to be um oversaturated with conversation especially if you're trying to get to a certain point you know speak up when you need to but most importantly just stay focused on your own craft Go ahead, wreck this thing up. Hey, sometimes the most powerful person is the person that you don't see. And that's a fact. But I'm not dropping any names here. And yeah, look that up for yourself. I ain't getting involved in that. Hey, y'all take care. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Later.